And it is Friday yet again. That normally happens once a week. I always have a good day on once a week. That's a good day. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. So, John Fastboat Fraud Carey has gotten out there and he's saying it's going to take trillions of dollars to solve climate change. Actually, he says there's not enough money in any country in the world to actually solve this problem. Well, that's correct, John. You finally got something right because we're not actually in charge of that. Now, John has not got a lot of understanding about money or how it's created. He's a multimillionaire because he married, you know, the Heinz Ketchup uh, heiress. But now he wants to take more of your money to pretend to affect climate change. Now, that's never going to happen. None of these things they're going to do is ever going to make any bit of a difference. But there's a guy out there named Bjorn Lorberger pointing out there are better things society should spend money on that would not solve climate change, but what it would do is it would adjust, which is something we've always done. He acknowledges that a warmer climate does bring problems, like seawater expands as the temperatures get higher. So, let's say we see three feet of sea level rise. Then they say, so everybody lives within three feet of sea level, they have to move. Well, no, what actually happens in most cases where this happens is they build dikes, and then they don't have to move. People in Holland did that years ago. A third of the Netherlands is below sea level. In some areas, it's 22 feet below sea level. And yet the country thrives. And that's the way to deal with climate change. You adjust to it. We've already done that, right? Um, during winter months, we could not withstand being outside. So we have gone inside. We control the environment inside. We stay warm. Bloomberg says uh, fewer people are going to get flooded every year, despite the fact that they have a much higher sea level rise. The total cost for Holland over the last half century is about $10 billion, which is not nothing, but very little for an advanced economy over 50 years. Now, for getting out there and saying these things, which are actually just truths, he has been labeled the devil. And he continues being the devil. He says, the problem here is unmitigated scaremongering. A new survey shows that 60% of all people in rich countries now believe it's likely or very likely that unmitigated climate change will lead to the end of mankind. And that's what you get when you have constant fear-mongering in the media. Some people are saying they're not going to have children because they're convinced that climate change will destroy the world. Well, let's go to the phones and who we got. Robert from Greenville. Ah, Robert from Greenville. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Yes, sir. I wanted to weigh in also on this hoax science called climate change. Ah. There's no such thing. Carbon has nothing to do with the climate. It is part of the atmosphere, but it's not part of the climate. In fact, 
what is actually happening is the north and south poles have contracted. The bulge at the equator has gotten fatter. Mama Earth is getting older. She's in middle age. We put on a little bit of pudge when we hit middle age. So that's what's creating the weather anomalies. It has nothing to do with CO2. That is the dumbest myth next to evolution and fire and explosion created matter. That is the dumbest nonsense these indoctrination systems come up with. I'm sick and tired of hearing this nonsense. Well, but it's it's a thing out there. It's a, That's one way they want to control you. They tried to scare you into giving up everything with COVID. Now they're trying to do it with climate. Yeah. And then they're trying to arrest our number one candidate in Georgia, the uh, penal colony of Britain, and ignoring the fact that it's never been done before. It's only third worlds that do it. And the Georgians stopped the vote at 10.38 p.m., and Lindsey Graham made the call to the attorney general at 11.15 or 11.17 p.m., an hour or 40 minutes after they stopped the vote down there in Georgia. I'm sick and tired of all this criminal activity. I want this third world put down and get back to being an American again. It well, disgusts me, Bill. Well, I mean, I, I understand that and everything, but I mean, this has happened. This has happened uh, due to the fact at Lindsey Graham's office too. Okay. I was fired up, mad, Bill. Well, well, I mean, uh, you, you should, but I mean, just remember, Lin- Lindsey Graham. I mean, he's an opportunistic little punk. Well, and uh, he, he he was illegally summoned to Georgia. They cannot summon a sitting senator from another state. They have no authority over who we elect over here. And it should never have been, he should have never been subpoenaed. Well, are you, are you talking, well, I mean, you know, so that that's the new thing, that's though. illegal. Well, it's illegal, but it's the new thing. It's the new normal. There's a lot of things that are illegal. There's a lot of things that are unconstitutional. They're law. And, you know, we uh, some things just stay. They, they just pass muster. Yeah. Well, thank you for hearing me out because, boy, I get fired up mad about this unconstitutional, un-American nonsense. Thank yeah. you, Bill. Yes, sir. Back to the whole fear thing. They... Uh, they're trying to scare your children into believing, a la Greta Thunberg, that uh, the world is doomed. And I, I don't really understand what the issue is if the world is doomed. If it's doomed, then okay. But I'll give you an example. Um, we know that climate warming will kill people because people are susceptible to heat. But what, what, what we're not told, we've seen about 116,000 people more die from heat but 283,000 fewer people die from the cold. And that's never reported. And when they don't, they, when they don't fret over deaths from heat, they grab other, other possible headlines like climate change is fueling extremism. A shifting climate is catalyzing infectious disease. Climate change will harm children's mental health. They're using it to... Blame everything on climate change. 
But there are some positive effects to climate change, like global greening. We get more green stuff on the planet. Now, Lumberg's argument is that climate change is, he's not arguing that it's good or overall possible, positive, excuse me. It, it has its pluses and minuses. And we adjust to the minuses and we exploit the pluses. And that's what we've always done. And if you only report on the minuses and you only emphasize the worst case outcome, then you're not really informing anybody. You're not sitting out, you know, nobody's looking at what you're doing and saying, oh, well, you're just trying to get the word out, right? No, that's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. So, <clears throat> just remember this. There are more people that die from the cold than there are from the heat, and that the heat is a good thing. It's greening. It's This is how we grow our food. Getting rid of all the CO2, if they would get to that net zero, guess what we're not growing any more of? everything we're not growing any more of everything because at, a certain, at i think at 0.002 plant life ceases to exist <laughs> but i digress when we get back we're going to talk about uh they, they've gotten finally to the they've gotten finally to the one thing that i've been expecting them to get to over the course of time now they've finally come out and said it and the problem is you, Earthman. You are the problem. This is News Talk 989WORD. The one constant about the climate cult, though, is all of the contradictions that you see coming out of them. Lots and lots of those. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. For all of the moaning about the fossil fuel thingies that they just can't stand and all that anguish tearing at their chests and gnashing of their vegan teeth scrubbed with carrot toothpaste, they did get awfully close to what they wanted out of COP28, which is amusing because it's not binding. Close and yet so far. And we get this. The agreement reached in this glitzy metropolis for the first time nails the role of fossil fuel emissions in driving up temperatures and outlines a future decline for coal, oil, and gas. In UN terms, that is historic and the biggest step forward on climate since the Paris Agreement in 2015. But by itself, will this deal be enough to save the North Star of this COP, keeping temperatures under 1.5 degrees centigrade this century? Not likely, but the language is far weaker than many countries desire. And Q, fury among the progressives of much finger-pointing at the oil producers. On the app formerly known as Twitter, we get, if the COP28 deal really is the biggest step forward on climate change since the Paris Agreement, why are oil companies so happy about it? Another fly in the ointment of the Greens is the fact that the developing nations out there, they figured out, well, you know, in order for us to develop, we're going to have to have fossil fuel. And they're finding their own voice, and they're using them to protest being kept in developmental purgatory by these eco-fascists of richer fossil fuel-driven societies. 
from Africa, we hear, let there be no transition away until we have transitioned ourselves into what we have the right to become with our own resources. Your kumbayas and solar cells won't drive a tractor. Back to Twitter to tell us to stop fossil fuels is an insult. It's like you were telling Uganda to stay in poverty. We could accept a long-term phase-out if it made clear that developing nations can exploit their resources in the near term while wealthy long-term producers quit first. <laughs> Even John Kerry's going to have to fly home, you know. And then reality intrudes. In the afterglow of the Dubai conference, the White House was forced to admit, well, yeah, whatever we signed at the party, we still need oil and gas because we're just not ramped up with all the cool stuff yet. But we're working on it. White House National Climate Advisor Ali Zaidi said the U.S. will still need oil and gas to meet near-term energy demand, even as nearly 200 nations signed on to... Uh, to a pact at COP28 to transition away from fossil fuels. He said, to satisfy demand in the short term, the U.S. needs to accept the reality of the stock we have, whether it's in buildings, transportation, or the power sector. But we're rapidly turning that stock over to clean energy. Now, the Germans are facing reality in the form of just running out of money. And their climate priorities are taking the hit. So, how big of an emergency can this really be if the biggest slice and dice on the budget is on these pet projects? One thing they're going to do away with is their electricity subsidies. And when those disappear, they're, you know, they're not going to be thrilled with this. They already know what a load of hooey all the reliable is, but now they'll really find out how truly cheap renewables are too. But then, in the UK, a report came out during the last days of COP28 that should cheer the heart of soft-spoken, gently-bred Malthusians like Jane Goodall. You remember her, the, 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 the ape lady, you know? She's also a World Economic Forum agenda contributor and UN messenger of peace. She would love nothing more than to reduce the number of the people on the planet. There's too many of us. It's a planet of finite resources. And we're using them up. Well, Jane, you're in charge of your life. You can do whatever you like with it. Scientists in Edinburgh have discovered that humans' breathing is detrimental to the act. It contributes mightily to the greenhouse gases they're all waging war on. And we get this. Whether it's eating less meat or cycling instead of driving, humans can do many things to help prevent climate change. Unfortunately, breathing less isn't one of them. That might be a problem as a new study claims the gases in air exhaled from humans' lungs is fueling global warming. Wait a minute. Wasn't it okay for me to read those in with a mask not too recently? Or very recently, wasn't it okay for me to be masked up and just re-breathe re that over and over again? It's not good for the earth, but it was okay for me. Methane and nitrous oxide in the air we exhale makes up 0.1% of the UK's greenhouse gas emissions, scientists say. And that's not even what accounting for the gas we release from burps and wind or emissions that come from our skin without us noticing. They didn't ban, uh, you know, John Kerry when he was up there giving his speech and he let one rip out there, did they? 
I don't think so. The new study was led by Dr. Nicholas Cowan, an atmospheric uh, physicist at the UK Center for Ecology and Hydrology in Edinburgh. Exhaled human breath can contain small elevated concentrations of methane and nitrous oxide, both of which contribute to global warming. We would urge caution in the assumption that emissions from humans are negligible. So, maybe, maybe if we just stopped emitting our exhalations and our, our, our wind and our, our burping and all this other stuff, maybe we could uh, save the earth. Okay, and this is? Uh, you got Joe from Hendersonville. Joe from Hendersonville. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Hey, how's it going? It, I'm, I'm, you know, it, it's Friday, Joe. I know, thank God. Yeah. I'll tell you that it's weird because doesn't the CO2 that we breathe out, doesn't that kind of go to the plants and trees to create more oxygen? Listen, Except, Joe. Listen, Joe. We can't be bringing logic and science into this now. Well, they should be listening. They still listen back in the day when I was a kid and that, that awesome dude used to come on Saturday morning and sing that song, you know, John Denver about plant a tree for your tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then they're cutting down all the trees. Yeah. And then you had you had the uh, the hoot out, give them a hoot and don't pollute. Right. And then you had the, the Native American fellow there, too, don't take care of the land. Yeah. And, and then now I'm starting to wonder if that hole in the ozone layer that we grew up under, supposedly, if that might have just been a big, you know, red flag sham. I don't know. You know, back in back in those days, they were the, when we were younger. They were forecasting another ice age. Yeah, they were. And um, so, of course, that didn't work out. Nobody got scared enough for that one. And I'm sure that that we we probably had people back then that wanted to be in charge just as bad as they want them to be in charge now. But um, all all of that stuff that they, you know, I well, mean, they should learn from the Israelis. Have you have you heard about what they do? What do they, they do? Have these, they have this. Uh, deal with the tree is pre-done and they drop it like a bomb and it just oops into the ground from right. the airplane yeah it well i mean there's ways around this stuff if and everybody somebody has put out some science that if everybody on the planet planted two trees that would solve all of the climate issues and instead of doing that though like in scotland here recently they 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 bulldoze 15 million trees to make a make a make a solar farm and i you know Okay. I mean, for those of us who remember Schoolhouse Rock and all the other stuff that we grew up with, I mean, this is just making me just scratch my bald head, Joe. In any event, thank you for the call and everything, and have a good weekend. And uh, Coming up next, we're going to talk to Nansu. They've got this thing called Void Typhoon going on right now where the Chinese are hacking certain parts of our uh, computer systems, and I need to, I, I need to know how bad this is going to be. And what's interesting is that we know they're doing it and we can't stop it. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That'll be with Nansu from Epic Times. That's coming up next. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. There is an operation probably happening right now as we speak. It's called Void Typhoon, brought to you by the Chinese Communists. Uh, 
And uh, GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. And I'm joined now from Epic Times by their senior correspondent on all affairs that have to do with China. That would be Nan Su. Good afternoon, sir. Morning, sir, rather. Hi, morning, Bill. Oh, thank you for having me again on your program. Yes, sir. So how concerned should we be with these hack attacks as they are right now? Uh, well, uh, rank from number one to number 10, I will say number 10, maybe number 12. As the, in? The, you know, the, uh, the report basically recently came out indicating, you know, the Chinese state-sponsored hackers, mainly the military-sponsored hackers, they infiltrate into the U.S you know, uh, their uh, security network, and they don't do anything. They just quietly stay there. Now, if you only think about that, it's it's a concern. But if you combine the facts that uh, uh, what are they doing here, you know, in the United States, and what are they doing there at the front line, at the doorstep of China, you know, in the neighboring countries around China, in the East China Sea, South China Sea, Taiwan, Taiwan Strait, uh, you know, near Japan, near South Korea. I think, you know, uh, we should be very very concerned because the United States, it's really the backyard. You know, you have, you know, all this proactive behavior happening on a daily routine uh, uh, pattern over there while they are doing all this here in the United States. Why are they just quietly staying there doing nothing, you know, which means, you know, they, they got a lot of, you know, they implant a lot of bugs into our security system but when they're going to use it well that's the question that's, is it, it yeah yeah so, well if if something happening you know if you know look at you know just considering things happening near philippines and south china sea uh taiwan Strait, all around taiwan you know at japan sea uh, all around Japan, actually, uh, and even between Japan and, uh, you know, between Japan's Okinawa and Guam, if you think about all the things happening in those areas that, uh, you know, the Chinese uh, military as well as the North Korea military repeatedly shoot the missiles that drop into the ex exclusive economic zone of Japan, and Chinese Navy and Russian Navy repeatedly, you know, uh, uh, form forming uh, uh, teams, and, you know, sail uh, all around Taiwan and Chinese fighter jets and Russian fighter jets repeatedly forming teams, you know, uh, uh, fly into the air defense identification zone of South Korea. If there's any, and, and also the conflict, you know, between Chinese uh, co uh, coastal patrol uh, uh, ships and Philippines, you know, you think about all these things happening over there. If if there is, see, think about this: United States have a security agreement with all these countries, every one of them. Right. Meaning, if you know there there is a conflict between these countries and Chinese military uh, that happens, 
the U.S. military needs to get involved. Now, if U.S. military get involved at the front line over there, and there's an attack, you know, which is happening in the multiple locations, many, many locations, what does that mean? I don't know. Would, would, would you expect to see the, the whole hacking thing? Would you expect them to try to pick? Because some of the things they're trying to, I, I read somewhere where they're trying to cause societal chaos and impede our decision making. But I was looking at what they've actually infiltrated, which is some some utilities and a few other things, which I don't know how much of that would actually impede any any decision making or uh, cause societal chaos. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this should be, you know, very concerning. I mean, they are, well, they basically telling us what they are preparing for, right? Right. And are we are we up to the scale? Uh, actually, uh, are we ready to, to deal with that? Now, technology is the key. Uh, uh, China has a much smaller size of um of the uh, military comparing with the 70s and the reason is they use the the money to support support their personnel to instead of supporting give the salary use those money to give salaries to their military personnel they use that the, the amount of money to to develop the technology and now uh the u.s government in the past couple of years have been you know using this so-called de-risk program to prevent the key technology from being leaked to China. But however, just last week, there was a report that there's a Chinese com- uh, there's a, a U.S. company actually, a U.S. company here in the United States, is, uh, the name is called Bright Semiconductor. And, they, you know, uh, they, are, they have been, you know, legally, they are able, this is the key, Legally, they are legally selling the key technologies to all these Chinese technology companies in China that's been sanctioned by the uh, U.S. government because of those Chinese companies that, you know, have a military association with Chinese militaries. So they can, if, if they can do that, they can get around that means what? That means we're not we're not be able to. We have not been able to, you know, keep our tech, key technology away from China. Well, I, I you know, I, I see this stuff and I, I see all these things they're supposedly doing, and I wonder how bad this is. Um, do you think that there's a potential for something combative between the two of us? I didn't understand your question. So, do you think there's a potential for war between the two of us? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's many military U.S. military leaders predicting that the war is coming. U.S. Air Force uh, General uh, Mike Minahan predicted the the, the earliest the uh, direct military conflict between the United States and China can happen in 2025. Think right. about how, how many months away that we are from there, from 2025. And uh, others, you know, uh, predict 2027. Uh, and then uh, political leaders in Washington say, well, may not happen prior to 2030. Hey, 
None of them talk about ease. All of them just talk about when. When, yeah, yeah. You can find Nansu's work at Epic Times. He is the senior, senior investigative reporter there with an eye and focus on Chinese politics and government deception. Thank you for joining me this morning, sir. Thank you for having me, Bill. Yes, sir. In Colorado, some uh, some thieves there, uh, they, they got caught for shoplifting. They're trying to get a reduced reduced charge because the items they stole were on sale. I couldn't possibly make that up either. I swear to God. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. I, I guess I can't blame them for trying, right? <laughs> can't blame them for trying. Oh, goodness gracious. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Two adult men arrested and charged for stealing from a Coles department store in Colorado. Had their lawyer make the case the charges against them should be reduced from a felony to a misdemeanor. Because some of the items were on sale. <laughs> oh, criminal justice system, what have we become? And we get this. The pair were dubbed the KitchenAid Mixer Crew because they had stolen one of those as well. And um, along with the brand name Shoes and Clothing, they, you know, they identified the two through surveillance images. Prosecutors said the items uh, stolen totaled $2,094. That's important because the cutoff line between a misdemeanor theft and a felony theft in Colorado is $2,000, according to the prosecutor's office. The legal argument by the defense was that these two individuals basically stole merchandise that was on sale. And if you look at the sale price, it would fall below the $2,000 threshold required for a Class 6 felony conviction. Um, if the stolen goods had been $95 cheaper than the most, uh, than most they, they would face would be a year in jail. But if this is treated as a felony, they're facing up to 18 months in prison, not to mention a felony conviction on their records. And their attorney argued the items were below the misdemeanor threshold. If you counted the sale prices instead of the regular retail price. Now, here's the thing. The two men, Michael Green, 50 and Byron Bolden. 37, who had pleaded not guilty, contended the value of the items was $1,856.19. Because some of the goods, including at least one of the mixers, were on sale, said Thomas A. Ramunda, Mr. Bolden's lawyer. That would classify the charge as a misdemeanor. So they stated, I'm, I'm almost certain with a straight face, it was our position, consistent with state law and Colorado case law, that in order to determine the value of the items in the, on the date of taking, one must consider the sale price, which is evidence of the retail price, what a seller is willing to accept and a buyer is willing to pay, also known as fair market value. Now, realizing probably how stupid this sounded, Mr. Ramunda also said, this is not some defense shenanigan. The theft statutes in Colorado are very specific when it comes to evidence of value and the determination of the level of crime and punishment. 
And I stand firm that the value of the items was under the felony threshold in this case. Now, prosecutors argued that sale prices didn't matter because thieves don't get a discount, only customers. <laughs> I can only imagine, you know, who the, the, the defense attorney in this case is a genius for coming up with this one. Is he, because it's his job, it's his fiduciary responsibility to do the best for his client. Although sometimes this makes you look like a clown, apparently. Um, I'm, I don't go into Kohl's that much. I know a lot of people love Kohl's. There's a lot of Kohl's out there and, uh, you can, it can be, you can go in there and the item be 20% off and you can have a 10% off coupon that reduces the price even more. Maybe these guys should start going in there to shoplift and leave a bunch of coupons behind or have them on them when they're picked up. So they could, they could also claim that as well. Now, I'm just going to be a devil's advocate here, and I'm going to say if you don't go through the register, you don't get no discounts. And that five-finger discount is not compatible with any other promotions. And the jury agreed, and both Green and Bolden were convicted of Class 6 felonies. They have since been sentenced. Green was sentenced to 15 months in prison, but he's currently in the Department of Corrections on a separate conviction. Bolden was sentenced to 90 days in jail with credit for time served as a condition of 18 months probation. So this, this opens the door for these guys to be able to deal with this. Raise the sticker price and then offer an equivalent discount at the register. That way actual customers get the same price, but the thieves find themselves facing felony charges when they run out with a bag or cart of merchandise. You know, in, the, in, in, in California... On the text line and being asked, did they get a did they get a uh, Coles cash re reward ten dollars for every fifty dollars spent? <laughs> um, you know, in California, you can steal up to nine hundred forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents worth of stuff, and it not be a felony. I don't know who's out there actually keeping tabs because normally they they have a flash mob coming up, but that's uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Michael Letts from investusa.org. See what's on his mind today. That guy's always, he's always got a floating target on something. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. 